say something. Clap. Skirt. I haven't heard a good skirt from you in a while. Skirt. It's Sunday. Why are you yelling? This is the first long form version. This is actually weird for me because I've, ne- I've I never do like regular podcasts. You know, it's always video, so I'm like focused on video. But this is like the first long form podcast version of Why You Yelling with Steve. So we're gonna put one of these out every Sunday. For those of y'all that are, are following my content, you've known Steve from Bike Bike in the fucking day. Steve's been my my best friend since we were like in seventh grade. Is that correct? Seventh grade is when you moved to Emerson. I moved into Emerson seventh grade, but you didn't like me until ninth. Yeah, so I bullied Steve for about two years before we became friends. Even though I don't think that's true, I feel like we were best friends from the rip. Maybe like maybe notes. Maybe I have maybe like four months in. (laughs) Anyways, I I think this is a good format for this show because this is one of those like really corny sayings that like someone knows you better than you know yourself. Steve is that person for me. We have a relationship where like when we lived in the same town, we'd like walk into each other's houses without having to like know that I was there, he was there, and like feel like my mom would rather have had Steve as a kid and vice versa. Still trying to marry your mom to this day. But Steve's someone that could pull out a lot of things for me. And I could talk about myself, but it's like kind of weird in that sense. So I thought the direction of this show would be cool because he knows what's going on in my life from both a personal and a business standpoint. He'll know how to get things out of me. Not that I wouldn't know how to get out of myself, but like I wouldn't think twice about telling you guys about. So that's kind of the gist of, of what we're doing here. So every Sunday going forward, Steve and I will be hosting this show together. I don't know if there are going to be like mini episodes throughout the week or whatever. Just see how I wake up and if I want to fucking do anything that day. Maybe, maybe not. But Mr. Steven, my yelling. So what I was thinking about was when you started this, it was nice. You started ranting. You started talking about things during the time. And then we started talking to each other. Like, we have literally our conversations together. And we're like, damn, we should have recorded this. People would love to hear this. And that could be just us. People might say in like two months, like, yo. You guys suck. Trash. But for us, we think it's fire. No, it's one of those things where like up to this point in my life, I've always like followed my gut. Yeah. And it's always worked out well. And this was something immediately when it came on into my brain waves, I was like, this will work. Like this will definitely work. The conversations we have are so like genuine, honest, open, but also like leave your stomach hurting from laughing (laughs) that like other people will be forced into liking it. No, I get that. I also was thinking too, like we've been through so much shit together. We've had so many ups and downs that like people are going to relate to that. I was thinking actually when you were like, Steve, you got to get white yelling, like get, get some pointers, get some facts. And I started thinking like literally we are polar opposites. Very basic level of like. That's so funny hearing you say that out loud because like. We are. Yeah, I guess we like, are. You, you were athletic. I was a thespian. Break it down to there's, everything. There's something there that's. A lot of differences, but there's something there that's exactly the same. Pain. <laughs> just, just straight pain. Same. No, no, like for real. Like you think about it, even to this day, like think about your life. You're single in a city, living by yourself, and then me, corporate America slave. This is posted on Sunday. I am newly engaged. Yeah. Oh, living yeah. in oh, the yeah. suburbs. Okay. It's an odd, odd couple. What's what is no no no? But there's something. There's two things that come to, to come to mind where I think I think our sense of humor is literally the same thing. Okay. Right. Like there's no, yeah. there's no difference between what we both find funny and then maybe a level of self awareness. I think that we both have. We're like it's just like that story of friends. You're in a room with like crowded people. You see something and immediately my first reaction isn't to like say something to that person. It's like to look at you because yeah. we both <laughs> know that we're having the same reaction to that shit. You know what I'm saying? No fact. The differences we have are like more artificial differences. I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think at this point, we've, like in the last three years at least, 
we've demanded our best versions of each other. We would call each other out. And I think now, I would say up until right now, we are probably the happiest we've been. And I think now we kind of want to show people how, not how to get there. We've, but gotten, like how, we've gotten like super open. Zen. I, I keep saying Zen. It is, it is like a sense of Zen state that I feel like a lot of people, not even on like a friendship level, but like on an individual basis. Yeah. And we've like kind of poured that onto each other where, you know, some people will get to a point a lot of people will get to a point where like you're starting to approach it. And then there's like this underlying tone where it's like, if you keep going after this Zen state, it's like start, it gets weird or it's yeah. like corny or it's like something like that, you know? And we both just kind of said, fuck it. Because when you do get into that state, like it's always positive things that come out of it. Kind of catch yeah, yeah. to that into a weird way. But this is why it's rare because there's two dudes doing this. Like, yeah. it's so funny thinking about that. Like how long it takes guys. It took us like 25 years to be able to open up <laughs> like on a real level, you know? Yeah. But like girls start doing that shit at eight. Like they start crying like it's before they get their first period. I'm like, yeah. So they, they've been like super vulnerable for like 26 years. Like this is no new shit. But for guys, it's such a strange thing in today's world that like when you do find it's like wildly endearing finding two guys that actually open up to each other about shit. And yeah. like we've been at that point now for a little while. And like it's kind of normal for us, I guess now. But it's, like you, you don't see it with a lot of people. Well, people will say like you guys are so weird. And I was like, like also, yeah, though, like, yes, but this other thing is true yeah. too. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah, I get that. I think that's what I really want to always just talk about. Talking about people's like better versions of themselves. Yeah. Like, it's interesting. You know, some people like listen to your all your podcasts, your vlogs and all that stuff. And they're just like, how do you have the time? How do you do this? How do you do that? Like at first it was hard for me to realize like, I don't ever want to be you. I net like, and people strive to be entrepreneurs. I've come to the conclusion. I am probably a top tier wingman. I have, I'm not saying I don't have any aspirations or anything like that to do things but like no i don't want to own a business and i don't want to like be the head guy but i would love to be the second guy and i've just come to once you come like to that's terms, that like, level of self-awareness yeah and like, like that took so long to figure out because like for so long i was like i need to buy a house i need to do this i need to do that you know like the old system like what changed that made you realize that that's not what you wanted i mean it's definitely when you have friends i don't think a lot of friends is important and just a friend is important at a certain point we always like we will be friends forever with everybody even though some people have baggage or people didn't have baggage you're like you know they're my boy so i gotta take care of them end of the day you gotta like look at yourself and be like i can't take care of them if i don't take care of myself and i have to figure out what i really want because now i work at hudson yards but before i was just like in Jersey working at one of the Tiffany stores and I kept saying I want the next step I want the next step and all I was doing was like I deserve it because I put the time in and then eventually I started thinking it was like no I don't deserve shit from these people this company's been here for over 150 years they don't owe me anything and then I started being self-aware in the sense of like let me prove to them they need me or like let me do different actions and help people grow in their careers and then it's gonna it's gonna help me and that's exactly what happened now when now I'm a manager over here and then I'm just helping people all the time, just trying to grow their resumes. You know what I mean? And I think that brings me more happiness than when I was like, it's I can't a, wait to it's be a It's a boss. twofold thing too you know? with that stuff, man. It's like when you take on, it's not even like a mentorship role from like a, oh, he's so wise mentor. Mm -hmm. But like when you really have good intentions behind teaching people things, like you'll always have a really positive headspace in their head. You know what I'm saying? Like think about people that helped you when you were younger. Yeah. Like you'll always have this, like that place in your heart for them. No matter like you might've done some shit that was really small, but like help someone out that was young that didn't know for the next 10 years, they're going to look up to you even if they have like surpassed you. So I yeah. think it's twofold. Like it does feel good helping people out, but like 
when you look back at it, there's going to be a lot of people that you helped out to take a step that's probably over you eventually. And they're always going to, even if you're below them at some point, they're always going to be like, yo, that was like, that's my guy because he helped me out years ago or he helped me out with this X, Y, and Z, you know? Well, I think that's also when you met Dan, I think that's when things changed for you too. Like at a certain point you were just like, I'm going to do marketing. I'm going to do this. Talking about fantasy football, but you're talking about how you're still going to do marketing. Like you didn't know what your passion, but you were like, Somehow I'm gonna get to be a lifestyle brand. You met Dan, and I feel like at first I was like, dude, this guy's a con artist. Like, what do you mean? Like, I knew nothing about him. We right, just totally yeah. judged him, book by the by the cover, and then I was just like, totally like gonna scam you. And like, you took a leap. Let me tell you, like, for the people listening, Dan DiPiazza is a friend of mine, and he was someone that he took me on. He was a, a business coach. This was maybe like four years, three, four years ago. That'd be yeah. Like three, four years ago at this point. And he helps people that are like starting off in, in entrepreneurship or starting off small businesses. And he brought, he flew me out to California. And what he did was like this retreat. And I have the vlog up on, on my YouTube channel, I'll link in the show notes. We basically got together. It was like a bunch of people like me. We got together in a house for 12 people, 12, 15 people. We got together for a weekend. That was the first time I had been around. You know, we come, I mean, we come from like the suburbs where it's like no one is like doing things creatively no it's no one's doing anything creatively and like if you are you're like very much you're ostracized so it's like you're not looking to make a community out of what you're doing that was the first time i've been around a community of people that were like energetic about creating and i was like oh fuck like that changed my 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 whole outlook on bringing people together that's why i'm like yo this is like really a lifestyle community thing because i'm so passionate about like showing people that there's more than just like being by yourself going through all this shit and you know i think that's the crazy part because when you did that and like you started talking about like dan and what he was doing and then i'm like dude this guy's conning you like you're gonna how much how much you know i was going nuts internally thinking back on it thinking back on it like i almost think you're you're right in a sense but like it's one of those things where i paid this money like it wouldn't have happened if i didn't go it wasn't like i needed him to be the cog but i guess i did in a sense in a sense i think at the time whatever the retreat was or anything right good or bad but you did it you came out differently yeah yeah 100 percent you know, yeah. like you, the next, that year I was we like did, fucking journaling and meditating. Yeah. yeah. It lasted like, for like I mean, two all, weeks. But it like, all like, you know, yeah. died down, but you did catch things on that. And like, yeah. look at the fantasy football weekend we do. Yeah, that, that came out at of that At some weekend. point came out of that. So even that makes it worth it. You know? That's what and I'm saying. Like, like, yeah, hundred percent. Like that with, in itself. And it's crazy because like you spent a couple thousand on that. And then if you think about it, people spend a couple thousand on like college. Do you really need, do you really need that extra step on certain things? You know, it makes you think where every single time you spend a lot of money, it's just an investment on something, you know? And then you just take there's that just so There's just yeah. so many options of investing nowadays that like, it's very, especially when you're that young and, and vulnerable in a sense, there's just a lot of impressions that are made on you on like a, every fucking second you're looking at different social media you're like i should be here i should be doing this i should be better at this and it's just like you can invest a lot of money really quickly and it can go south really fucking quickly so it's just like you know everything's kind of like a learning curve and even if it a little bit of luck yeah there was good there was bad there was luck but like you always take whatever the fuck it was and and kind of run with it going forward but kind of always just goes back to the gut feeling you know you you just have that feeling and and it's like money won't be the thing that like if 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 the gut feeling is strong enough i'll make the money happen you know if it's like i need to spend 150 grand because it's something i believe in really really powerfully i'm like i'm that's not a a money thing for me like i'm gonna make that part of the equation happen you know you know that's crazy because like it makes sense money is just completely a part of an equation for me to get to the end result which is like it's not it's different because like for me i'm still like very hesitant on big decisions like that when it comes to money you know what happens with heather my first thought is like her and what i want to get her 
So like when I do spend big money, it's like it's now someone else in the equation. Yeah. So like I think if it makes I, complete sense. Like if it most, was just me, I feel like I would be like just like you. Fuck like, it. I should I, be more yeah. like you, and and this will probably eventually bite me in the ass. Ah. I mean, maybe not. There's I, a lot of people like you too. And those people have done crazy things. It just worked out. You know, people do yeah. those gambles all day. Like, I think that's just like some people have and some people don't. People gamble, people don't. The thing is like it never feels like gambling when I'm doing when when I'm in it, it's not gambling for me, you know, because I'm just like, oh, this is the right thing to do. This will work and the investment's going to be worth it. It's never I think I've been fortunate enough that like I've just been felt so strongly about something that like I I, I don't know. I just never wavered from the belief that whatever the fuck it is we're building here will work. That's why I blindly like do things like that. And I think, I mean, eventually I'm going to have to make, I think like this year, I probably made a couple bad decisions like financially, you know, and it is what it is. And you, and you learn from that shit. But if I make one big, bad financial decision, like it could, it could fuck me, you know, but like, yeah. I don't think that's going to kill me. I get it. I mean, it's super, I guess you don't think about it a lot because you're just always looking ahead. And that's like a very envious trait. If you like think about it, like I actually don't know if it's a trait or not at this point. I think it's like um, you think it's a def defense when you're when you don't have the money. You're thinking about it a lot. Yeah. Not like bragging, but like I have enough money where I don't have to think about it. You yeah. know. And I think that might be it. Like I don't know if it's a trait or if it's just like that's. If you had a, a million dollars in your bank account, mm -hmm. would you still be acting like okay, I need to do X, Y, and Z with my money? Or do you think it's a personality trait? Maybe it is a personality trait. I think trait, it's personality actually. in a okay, sense of know. what I was taught. Because you know my dad. Go. Always been a guy like when I owed him money, he would take out this big yellow notepad and like write yeah, everything down. Your dad's down always been like to the, very. To the like the scent, you know? And like at first I hated it. And now like out of nowhere, I just woke up one day and was like, holy shit, this is me. Like I have like a notebook that I yeah. keep things in. <laughs> yeah. But that's so like. Me being such an old school person where I shouldn't do that. You know, it's, I think, you know, I think about this a lot that I, I'm stuck in between two worlds of like you, my best friend that is living in the future of how I wouldn't say majority of people are going to be making money, but how the new inter entertainment industry slash like small businesses are going to go forward. And then I'm stuck also because of my foreign parents. This is the steps you need before you can do this X, Y, and Z. You know, you know what, though? Like, I think about that, too. The generation before us, like our parents, way smarter than we are with a lot of things. Like, foundational human traits. Yeah. Way smarter <laughs> yeah. because they actually had to do shit. Whereas, yeah. anytime we need to figure something out, it's, like, at our fingertips. We don't have to figure it out. But, like, there's things, you know, at this point, like, I'm a lot smarter than my mom is. But she's way more experienced in a lot of things. So, if I need to ask her something about, like, X, Y, and Z, chances are she's been through it. While we, like, kind of get entitled with certain things because we get our big heads and shit, like, there is definitely a real, I don't know, there, there's a real piece of that generation that, that I'm, like, I guess envious of. Like, you opened up Excel and told me to make, a, like, a something, anything for you. I feel <laughs> like I could write, like, a few numbers down on yeah. here. Like, I'm so, like, stupid with this, which I don't get what happened to me. Like, I feel like I did, like, study a little bit where I should have learned but that's all not, that shit. That's not like a, that's but, not, that's like, not like a study But, thing. like, you also, you know how to do everything, and then you'll just be like, when you moved in here, you're like, Steve, what kind of soap do I buy for my dishwasher? Well, that's what I mean. And like, I'm just like, <laughs> what? Like, like, I, like I focus <laughs> on, like, very few things that are completely relevant to me at that exact moment. If a dishwasher has never been relevant to me in my life, why the fuck would I know about it? Like I've had to learn, I've had to learn these things because they were like, I can't get to the next thing unless I get over this thing. What kind of fucking useless information would that be inside my brain? Like I have it. Like, you know what I think it is? Like I, I'm always the guy that's like, yeah, I know a guy. 
Yeah. You just want to be the guy that just knows it. I feel like you're just like, if I need to know it, I'll know it. And if I don't, I don't. Yeah. And I'm just but like, it's, it's not like I'm trying to figure it out just to be like, I might need to know this one day. Like I figured out because at there's a certain point that comes to like Microsoft Excel. I've been using it. I, I didn't even recently get good at like kind of designing charts until probably like six months ago. But I've been putting charts in my YouTube videos for like five years. They've always looked like shit. I'm just like, okay, they get the job done. And something I want to get better at. If it's a pressing need that I need to know, I'll figure it out. If it's not relevant to something I need at the moment or ever in my life, like I don't go out of my way to figure shit out. Like me? people watch like fucking <laughs> history documentaries and shit. I'm just like, why? Dude, stop yelling at me. I'm fucking pissed stop right now. Yelling. I'm fucking. You said I would never get you to yell. History. I'm not even yelling. I'm, <laughs> having, yell. a, I'm having a very normal <laughs> level-headed conversation about stupid fucking history documentaries. Like, but like that's, why the fuck do you need to learn about history documentaries? What, unless, like, unless you're trying to not repeat history. Because, okay, I like I feel like you're yelling directly towards me. No, I honestly like, I don't know I, who I was thinking about, but like like I'm, me, no, I I watch. Uh, do I watch like history documentaries? No, but I like watching historical shows that like kind of bring in the era of like a time frame. But that's totally like time kill thing. That's not like uh, it's not like learning about shit. You, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe I, it is, but like it's a, si a secondary piece of it. With quarantine and everything, work has been busy. Like I'm always working. Outside of work, I've been so fucking lazy. It's been really hard to stay motivated during quarantine. It's not even quarantine. Like, we're out. Not physical. out, but, like, we're... Yeah, but you're also, like, doing shit when you're working and stuff. And then when you're not working, it's just, like, that dude, it, That still takes up a big mental part dude, of your mind. Dude, it kind of sucks. Like, I wake up, I commute for an hour on a train, right? And then I get to work at, like, 10. At 7, usually I leave. I don't get home till like, 8.30. I eat, shower, and then, like, the day's over. Well, that's what I, I mean. Like, that's not gym. being lazy in a sense, like, relative to people who, who are, like... You know, not lazy, yeah. but I do when I don't have empathy towards that. I'm glad, obviously, I don't have to, like, go to work and come home at 830 and then have yeah. to fucking grind again. But I don't have empathy because I've been there and I already did that shit to get out like, of having to do that shit. I don't hate. I love work now. At this point, I'm like, mm -hmm. do I hate people? Like, sometimes. As foundationally in my job, I love retail. People always like, I can't believe it's work Christmas. I can't, like, not Christmas Eve. Like, all the holidays. Do you like learning? Do you like learning? Um... I need I need more than that though. Like, what do you mean? Like in my industry, or just like that's what I'm overall. saying. Like, okay. I love knowing everything. I hate about history documentaries. I love marketing podcasts. Yeah, because it's so fucking relevant to me. I think a lot of people would say that the people who watch history documentaries are learning pointless things. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, oh, I hate, like, I don't like learning, but I only, I love learning if it's something that's like, no one enjoys going to class. Like no one enjoys going to school and shit, but you find something that you're wildly passionate about. Five years later, we're out of school for a long time now. And I love learning about things that I'm directly like related to. But that goes back to what I was saying before of like, you're just passionate. You found your passion of what you want to do. And it's not, I'm not saying fantasy football. I'm like, you found your passion of a lifestyle that you enjoy yeah. and you found out how to do it. So what you do now you're enjoying it. Right. I don't literally for the last five years, I was trying to figure out like, do I actually love anything job wise that would make me happy. Right. And then I found like, I went to Tiffany's and it like, kind of fell in my lap. I love like the nice things you, about you say, it. You say like a lot. Yeah. I'm starting to realize it. My bad. I don't care. You're just going to listen back and be like, fuck. Oops. Like this is a you thing, yeah. Like not. Nah, I, I I'm gonna have to write on a post-it note and think about it. I do like <laughs> Tiffany's, and then I was thinking when I'm here, I enjoy being the person that like knows everything. I like to absorb more because the company's always growing. But I also love luxury that that retail aspect of it. Like it's a different like lifestyle, and I yeah. like I love it. I I kind of got sucked into it. I don't know. I, I was like, yeah, I enjoy this, and I always say now if I ever leave Tiffany's or another luxury company. 
I'm probably going to be sitting here right next to you doing nothing for fantasy football and <laughs> yeah. figuring so, like you'll be making enough money where I don't need to be doing anything. So except like taking care of you or so, or so you thought. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? You know what I really wanted to kind of think about? Like you always talk about it. You at one point was like fantasy football is not the thing. Like it's not the thing for me. You said it like and now we're like four years deep in it. And it is the thing for you. How do you feel about that? Like, because you always say you want to not branch off of it, but this is like your bread and butter. Yeah, it almost feels like I was actually thinking about this like last night. It, it's such a tough spot because you talk about passion. So, yeah, that's why it's been so difficult for me, because at points it feels like I'm everything like I did it to get away from the things that now I am backtrapped into. You know, it's like I left the job so that I could have more flexibility and freedom and, and do things that I enjoy. I think I feel this way about it during the season, the football season, especially towards the end. I felt like a weight came off my chest at the end of this season. And now I feel like way better about about work and like doing things. I actually truly enjoy doing fantasy football stuff during the summer and leading up to the summer and stuff like that. But as soon as the season starts, you just get put into this tunnel where I don't have a choice but to do what I have to do during the season. And like, that's wildly unenjoyable to me. And there are a lot of aspects of what I do fantasy wise that I do enjoy. So I don't want to be like, I hate this, you know, and like, I have to do this and I'm forcing myself to do it. I just know it's almost like for people that are grinding on the side, like the people that come home from work at, at 8 p.m. and then want to work from 8 p.m. till 2 a.m. Sometimes it feels like that where I'm like, fantasy football is my job. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to figure out what my side passion is so that I could eventually escape to that, you know? Like I'm not really trying to escape anything, but that's why I'm slowly, every everything I've done has been like a long-term game, which is why we integrate pieces of content like this and uh, other things that I enjoy doing. Eventually, I think one of those things will hit. Like you just try a bunch of different things and you see like what it is that, that will stick. But I understand whenever I try something new that it's very long-term, like very, you have to be patient with this shit, you know? Well, I think it's just like also incredible that everyone minus snacks and animal, because since they were from our town, like also you yeah. found yeah. Through your fantasy is like a very black and white thing. Like yeah. when I started, you were like, what are you going to do? It was like fantasy football. Yeah. Now that it's like, I have a lot of different things. It's, it's hard to pinpoint what is the next thing when I don't, I don't even think when I find that thing, it's going to be one thing, you know, yeah. does no, that no, make sense? No. I mean, you, I think you should elaborate more just because like, yeah, it's not going to be one thing, but do you think this will still be the main focus? Will you ever be, I could see us like expanding to, the expanse in, in terms of the types of content is kind of difficult because I don't want to just do other sports for the sake of doing it. But like we are, I, I don't think there's any point. To that. I don't think there's any point either, but like we can grow it. or it, baseball will ever grow. Like bat, the people that like do bat baseball is like when snacks goes to Yankees games and just fills out who's on second, who's on first. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, fuck those guys. Yeah. Like I, I, I think, you know, what might be in the cards, which I would actually really enjoy doing. And I know I've talked about this before, but like helping people almost like what Dan was doing, helping smaller business people or like entrepreneurs kind of get their, their start. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to start that low. I'd almost like to do consulting work for companies from a marketing perspective, like social Social consulting work, I think, would be fun because that's the shit that gets me excited, like talking about this and those kind of conversations. And I'm like, that's what used to get me excited about fantasy. And I just did that all day, every day, you know? And now I'm like, if I can have conversations like that, that's what I love doing. And I'm like, fuck, like, there's definitely jobs to be had about doing stuff. Like, what am I good at? But I just realized, like, there's, 
You know, you can't just be like, not going to put into my fucking LinkedIn bio, like consultant for marketing. It's like, those things happen naturally. Yeah. It, it happens naturally from conversations like this. People see what you're talking about. They see what you've built and they say, oh, he knows what he's talking about. Like, hey, can you help me with this? Before you know it, 10 people have reached out for help and you're a consultant. Like you don't what, force that shit. No, yeah. And that, that's exactly when, when you went to, what was it? Las Vegas for that fantasy football um, thing that you weren't invited to. Yeah. That you just, <laughs> <laughs> that you just like went and then you said like. People knew you, and then they started like asking. Yeah, you are hitting it differently. Yeah, like you're not hitting it from. You the see back. what I'm saying? Like that's a long time, and I, I'm doing and that shit very consciously. Like I know what I'm doing. But with do, that, do you think this company could ever like not need you in the fantasy football like as a face? Because you know what? It's what. Here's the me- thing. I'm, here's what I'm battling between. I don't think I ever want it to get to a point where it doesn't need me. I like. I'll just say this for real. Like I want to be the face of it forever. From yeah. like a. From, any, from like a clout standpoint and also yeah. from the fact that I like I've, it's my baby. Like, and I get what you're saying because people, that phrase I think has been hammered into us so much that like a good business runs while you're not there. I'm like, I don't know if I even want that to be true. You know? And, yeah. Makes sense. I get what no, you're saying. Because even, no, because I get that it's too. It's scary. It's scary. When I like go off of work, there's three manager, like it's a director manager, assistant yeah. store manager, I'm assistant store manager. When I leave, like I want, I don't want them to fail. But I want them to know, like, yo, this is who's running it because I work my ass off to give it to you guys. And I feel yeah. like I and I get that. And I think you can do that at any job. But I also think we were just talking about this before with like Dave Pornoy, like he's still literally his pinky isn't somewhere, his index finger. I like, also everything is dipped. I also think but, I also think that Barstool has hit a point of popularity over the last like eight months that it wasn't at pre-quarantine. Yeah. It blew, and that was because, because of, him, of yeah, him. Yeah. There's for other people, of no, course, but, like Barstool has built a foundation, but like, he, no, he is like, I don't, David day trader, unboxing, fucking all that stuff was like, didn't stop. It was you just virality stop, right? yeah. after it, it was like 10 pieces of viral content every day and from this guy. They all were fire. You know what I'm saying? So like, I do think there's a talent standpoint to it where it's like, Sure, you've built a good system in place, mm-hmm. but I think in the world we're in today where people get attached, like you build brands through attachment, systems, I don't know if they get it done. Yeah. Depending on, on what you're trying to do. I, I don't know. I, I think feel the hierarchy weird. of like standard um, jobs are going to fall like this decade. Like, what do you mean by like that? Like in a sense of director, managers, all that. It's like if you just produce, you're, everyone's just going to know you're just a top dog. And now it's just like money-wise. Now everyone's like, oh, I need this title so I can change a job to this so I can get this title and this job. Now it's going to be like, oh, we know you because of your social media. You're this big and yeah. you're this famous. And here's we know what you are valued because you put it out in the world and universe and everybody knows this now. Yeah. Like th- that's the thing. Like I want the other people to build up enough leverage so that when they come to me, I don't need to have an argument with myself. I don't need to be like, like, Oh, he's my friend, but like, I don't need to pay him right now. If he's just like, yeah, you do. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Then you've built that up. And like, I, there's yeah. no argument. Like to be facts, had like you know bring what I'm in the proof for the pudding. Yeah. And then, so it's like, of course, like I want to build it to the point where th- that's not like the end goal is not to build it to the point where it is. But like, if we get to that point, that means we did the right things along the way, yeah. you know, and we've built the foundation in that sense. So I don't think I'll ever want to not be the face of it. Like, sure. I'm going to have days where I'm just like, I don't want to do shit. So like other people are going to have to take command of stuff, but yeah. You know, at the end of the day, like we were kind of talking about it before. I was like, it's cool. The things that come along with this stuff are, are cool. And like, I'm just, I'm a human. Like it's fun th- to, it's fun to like get noticed and it's fun to like be the face of this stuff. I think the, I mean, I don't know everybody on the BDG, like I've talked to, I've talked to a few of them, mm-hmm. but I've, I said 
I like your man bun to like know her once on like Zoom mm-hmm. and never. But I think what he's doing and like the chance he's taking is yeah. what people need to do. 100%. Like he reached out to you. He wasn't awesome on the camera at first. Yeah. And now look at him. Like he's totally confident. Mike he's better and, editor than I am now. Yeah. Too. And Mike just kills it. Like at first he's he was so like, smart. Yeah. yeah like, like the way I, he like breaks down. He he's he's a funny cog in the, in the big dogs team. He is the only one of us, the eight or nine people on the team that are actually like intertwined with the fantasy industry. The only one that like cares about what's going on on fantasy Twitter and like not in a bad way. Like he's the person that you'll find arguing with people about fantasy things. So he's the person that will be jumping into different conversations, talking about different players and stuff like that. I I haven't done that in like years. Really? Like I don't do that shit. Like no, he's we, in that life. He he like he is fantasy football Twitter. Like if you ever see me tweet about fantasy football Twitter, it's Mike and then there's like 500 other guys that are very much and that's from a place of passion from him which yeah. is which is why I'm like this is great the rest of us are all personality driven you know like the shit that we care about when it comes to fanny is just dumb shit so it, he is the only one that's like very different when it comes to like the way he approaches his brand but that's we I think we do need to hold on to some kind of semblance of that yeah, because if I we mean, get too need, far out of yeah. uh, out of the realm then like, like I don't know what out. we are. Yeah, anymore. like you yeah. guys are just like assholes on the mic. Yeah, That's it. yeah. Well, I mean, we're gonna get to a point where like people don't have any choice but to be like, "Fuck these guys!" Like, are it? You know what I mean? Like, that's eventually gonna happen. Like, they're all in their little fantasy football bubble. Twitter's like their bubble, but like we're on, we're gonna be on top of it soon. Where it's yeah. just like they're like, "Don't let them in," and we're just like, "We're coming, <laughs> we're coming through the roof, motherfuckers." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's like the direction we're headed right now. Which that's is cool, incredible. but it's like he has his pulse on shit, and he he keeps the relationships in the community where I can give a fuck less yeah. about like anybody doing you shit. You know what in there. sucks because you follow me on Twitter, so I get followers, you know, fantasy football followers, and I follow out a few people that you follow just be- for support because mm-hmm. I can't just support you and other people's dreams because then get, people get mad because they say I'm biased, but I'm not because they're just doing it wrong. But I digress. Now my Twitter feed is all fantasy football, which I like. Just mute people just to let you guys know. I know zero percent <laughs> of fantasy. I get that question I say all the time. PPR all the time. That's all I know. <laughs> so, and you, what is, you I, know hyperflex? Is there something flex? You know it's superflex. Superflex. You don't, see? Don't so, play games. No, I, <laughs> don't play so, games. Like I'll see things and I'm like I have no idea, but I support you and I like it. But I love when people call you a clown. Like when I see someone dragging you on Twitter for a second, <laughs> I stop whatever I'm doing and I enjoy it because I know if you're mad or if you're just like, oh, this guy doesn't deserve my attention. But when they do, but when they do, I can't do anything else. I'm glued to my phone. I, I love when you I hate it. <laughs> and usually the very rare instances that like I do get in arguments with people, it's not even like a conscious decision. It's just like, <laughs> oh, uh, it's like here goes the rest of my day. Like I'm, that's it. It's rent free. Like in my head, I'm just like, this is all I'm going to be thinking about for the next like hour or so. So that's why I need to like stay off Twitter with people in fantasy because they. The thing that I've that you realize really quickly about fantasy is that it the project. Okay, so the NFL is a 16 game season. Yeah, that sample size is so small. You can't actually accurately accurately predict anything realistically i'm telling anyone that plays fantasy myself i'm going to be like one of the bigger fantasy people soon you can't predict a single thing it's like almost physically impossible to do so an nba game is five times the length or an nba season so you can start using analytics a little bit more you would need like a 10-year sample size of the nfl and it changes so quickly that nothing matters like nothing when i tell you nothing matters it's literally being like a meteorologist where it's like you predict the weather but you're probably wrong and you're like oh well this is what happened you know you can explain away anything you're wrong about so people on twitter just go crazy about why why you're wrong why this person's wrong why this person's wrong and they start backing it up with things that don't matter and they can't see it 
So I'm sitting out here like watching sardines like stab each other and shit. I'm like, these guys are way <laughs> smarter than me, yeah. but like they're acting really fucking dumb, which is why I don't take fantasy football Twitter seriously at all. It's just all, all driven by passion. Yeah, 100%. Just passion of their team and they love. Yeah, dude, it's crazy because all these dudes are like 45-year-old, 55-year-old white dudes that like don't like confrontation. Yeah. But like they'll get into it and as soon as like something like crosses the line a little bit, they'll be like, oh. <laughs> it's like, it's funny. I'm yeah. just here to have fun with my kids. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what like they all are. Yeah, I'm just like a cunt. Like every once in a while I hold back a tweet, which is like unlike. You should, like I get nervous sometimes with you because half the time in life you're just, you do care about people, but you don't care about your actions. But then your actions can affect other people. And I feel like you're sometimes one tweet away to saying something so ignorant that's not like racist or anything like that. It's just like you shouldn't like you're going to get to a point where go back in your tweets and be like, well, he said this five years ago, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. You can get canceled. What can you do? Here's the thing. No, here's the thing. No, hold on. Here's here's the thing you need to know about getting canceled. As soon as you let your guard down once... You're done. You leave yourself no leverage. If you never apologize for shit, then people are not going to be expecting. People cancel people because it gets them attention. People love to be the canceler. Yeah, I get that. But it's still, in the end of the day, you being canceled. I'm not, no. If I don't apologize, if, if I'm like, oh, I'm sorry I did this, then then you lose. Then then they're like, oh, this no, guy sucks and he's too, dead. No. like, if you don't apologize, Fuck them like, kids. You, you see? Like, this Fuck them kids. You see, this is what... No, this I don't tweet things out only because there are people that I know follow me. I don't give a fuck about, like, the 15,000 people that follow me, but the, some people I know personally that follow me that I think about, I'm like, fuck, like... They would feel, I don't know if disrespected is the right word, but like maybe uncomfortable or something. And I'm just like, maybe I shouldn't tweet this out. There are a few people, no one specific off the top of my head, but like if I have something that I'm about to fucking pull out the chamber, you know, and shoot it out, I'm like, okay, maybe this is something I'll think about. But I never put something on Twitter and then I'm like, oh, too many people follow me that I shouldn't put this out. It's always like a literal specific thing or person that I think about that I'm like, ah, okay. Like this person I respect enough not to tweet this, you know? It's it's more like that. I care too much in a sense of I think too much about it. Like I'm like, oh, I have this job, and if they find like I remember when you first started, I'm like, you can't film me. I have a job. And were you like, like I don't remember I, feel like you were like really a ever little like, that. like for certain things, you know? And I was like, you can't film me because if they see this, and it's just like, dude, they're not looking for me like eating a piece of pie hammer. And it's like people I'm are just so, so impractical just, with things. It's just because you are in a new we're we're in a new world. This is not normal i just always acted like it was though. yeah you that's know why. because and I'm that's sweatshirt on, that's how people like started and that's how it started getting weird because when the internet came out they're like you're not gonna use this yeah. we're hitting another like time in life where things are getting different and people are just like this is weird this is weird it's not normal you have to go in these standards and i feel like there's just no guidelines on how to act anymore in the world because the world is social media and there's no gu- it was like there were no guidelines on social media there were in the world but the world became social media to the point where it's like they're so fucking intertwined that there's no boundaries on anything anymore, you know? That's ridiculous. It's 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 insane. And like you have to like as someone who whose life is really intertwined in these things, it does make me think deep about it. I'm just like, fuck, am I still the same person I started out with when I started these platforms or whatever? I think I like I've been able to keep pretty level-headed, but you know, there's there's only like so much you could see on these things and so many people you can interact with before like shit goes sideways. I haven't got to that point, but imagine being someone with like fucking 5 million followers or something. And like all you do, you tweet one thing out and you can just get a billion people like cunt, cunt, cunt. I'm just like, <laughs> like I fight everybody all day. That would be awesome. I would love to see you just like take 72 hours straight. That's also going to be a problem. Like if I ever pivot off fantasy football, 
I, I, I'll interact with anyone on Twitter that interacts with me that's not fantasy football related. Yeah. So if like I eventually get, you like, do you like pancakes? You're going to like, fuck a pancake. That. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some, yeah. I'll say something stupid. I'll always reply to those, those kind of things. At a certain point, you won't be able to. No, it's not even like, like that, but I think I, I think I will. <laughs> like that, that's what I would like to spend my time on. You know, I like doing shit like that. Oh, and, I'm getting a, a COVID test tomorrow morning. Me too, actually. Yeah. yeah. Her, I don't need to wait in line or anything. I just go to her. Someone just told me office. to go to med, med right. You know what my right is? No. Somewhere on 42nd. I don't know. So you get in like five minutes every I told time. you one next to Penn Station is um pretty know. in and out. It's just, that's like. It's, I've never gotten one all the way up. It's just like so far to go right now in the cold. It's like take a cab. I'm not taking a cab. To take I took a, a cab here. COVID test. You serious? What am I supposed to do? Take a bike. I'm in a suit. Take a bike. <laughs> that's even more lit. And it's cold. It's windy. I might out. wear a suit tomorrow and just bike around for no fucking reason. <laughs> just to prove me wrong. Yeah, no, just to prove me right. I think I'm more comfortable now in my life in suits than I am in street clothes. Probably. I mean, you wear it, it every fucking day. When someone tells me to wear business casual, I have no idea what to wear anymore. <laughs> I don't have any business casual. I have like joggers and sweaters or button downs that are not business casual, and I have suits. Yeah, clothing has been a weird. I guess uh, like not, for, not a funeral, for, you. for a funeral, I'm straight. I'm good any day of the week. For like a mo- for a memorial, I'm done. No business casual for me. I feel like I'm just gonna wear shorts and like vans for the rest of my life. I got vans for Christmas. New white crispies. Oh come on! I, I already asked them for for my birthday now. <laughs> every three months, whatever holidays are there. I put on Amazon. Like every three months, I just get a new pair of vans. They want to do that thing in like 15 minutes. Should we hop on right now? They just put it on. Jeez. All right. What else All we right. got? Anything? Today, just keeping it light. Just wanted to talk, pick your brain a little bit, put some flavor in your ear. I love that saying. I'll never stop. I'm gonna get that tattooed on me. But like going to my ear. It's like flavor. You get like a flavor ring behind it, almost like a, it's like strawberry, blueberry, and some shit like that. And you gotta have a boot behind it, like kicking it, kicking <laughs> flavor, flavor in, in your, your ear. ear. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. lit. I might get a tattooed tomorrow. Of what? Uh, Can I design one? Like I would totally let my friends design my tattoos, but like. You like actually might be the least artistic person. I'm so bad. Yeah. So I actually don't like. If you were to have just told me like I'm actually a pretty good drawer, I'd have been like, really? I that's don't, dumb of you. I was just, just like, I just know. I just. Uh, I, don't I have know. one thing I can draw, and I learned it from Captain Underpants. It was like drawing a super dog, and it told me how to draw it, and that's all. Yeah, I don't want to get that tattoo. Are you sure? It looks like Skippy. Does it? Yeah. I found a good picture of a pug smoking a cigarette. I was thinking about getting. Don't get that. Like. Why? What's wrong with you? I was gonna get it like on my kneecap, not my I, knee, not my kneecap. I can't wait. Not on my kneecap. I can't wait to see when you're all wrinkly and soggy, and these tattoos. I'm not ever gonna be soggy and wrinkly. Yeah, you'd be dead before then. 